What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Yes, welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast with me, your boy, Type 1 Tom. Now, before we get started, as I always say, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app as it really does help me reach more Type 1 diabetics and positively impact and inspire our community. Also, feel free to screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories or screenshot whatever platform you're listening to, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever your cup of tea is, and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at tat1tom. So I can reach out and I can say thank you. I appreciate you. So this episode, Mental Health Awareness Week here in the UK. So I thought, it's something that I wanted to chip in and give my two cents on, and I've labelled it, it's okay to talk about it. Now, there's no notes on this one, I want it to be raw and authentic, but I think it's super, super important that it's something that we talk about. Now, the reason I'm doing this is, I'm no stranger to mental health problems. I've been through, I'm not going to go into depth on these, but if you listen to my podcast episodes, you'll know, I've been through three big, pretty severe bouts of depression. Uh, one of them was last last year at the time recording this, so 2020 or was it the start of this year? I think it was the start of this year, 2021. Um, so I'm no stranger to uh, mental health problems, right? And I'm quite, I suppose in a sense, lucky and open um, in a chance to, in a way to speak about it. And I think... Like, I myself don't see myself as this, right? So I get categorized as an influencer in the Type 1 community. I just see myself as a dude with Type 1 diabetes trying to share my story, help other Type 1s, you know, have a positive sort of impact and and leave my mark on, on, this, on this community and on the earth, right? Because I believe that this is my purpose. But in doing so, I've been kind of categorized as a few people and a few companies as an influencer. And I am truly grateful and humble for that. So I think then if we're saying I'm an influencer within our type one community, it is important that if my voice is being heard, and especially with it being Mental Health Awareness Week, that we do speak about it. And I'll be like, totally honest on this like. I'm quite open to speaking about it, but it is still still challenging, right, at times. And I think it's always going to be. And I think so, especially for guys. Especially for guys. Sorry, girls. I know that it doesn't have a discretion, like mental health issues, depression, anxiety, all that sort of stuff. But I think it's for guys. Because I think, like, if you was, if you was to see me, I'm six foot two. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a skinny guy. And the way that I speak and the things that I do and you see um, the impact I'm having on our community and you think, wow, Tom's fucking crushing it. His life's so good. You may, you may think that sort of stuff. And you would probably never think unless I spoke about it that, hey, I, I, I suffer with fucking anxiety. Well, not suffer, but I have anxiety. I go through times of 
periods that my head's not in a good place, right? And for looking from the outside, you probably think, you know, Tom, I hate saying it, but like an influencer seems really positive, um, having such a great impact on the site on community, got his shit together, yada, yada. But that's looking from the outside. And I think especially as guys as well, sorry girls, but I do think we're going to cover both in this, but I think especially as guys, we can think that we need to be this um, role model, this macho person. And if we ever suffer with mental health, that it's not cool to speak about it. I really do think that. And when I hear stories of people that have taken their own lives, is really sad. And when I, you know, see it on, whether it be male or female, it's sad. When you see it on guys and you just think maybe they was just quiet about it because they thought it was showing weakness if they was to speak about it. And what I really want to get across is the point of this. I'm speaking about this because I've experienced it three times. And the most recent one I've done a podcast on this was Literally, guys, I'll be open and honest, like the thoughts in my head were that is still slightly difficult to speak about it now. So the thoughts in my head were that potent that I didn't see a way of getting past it as much as I spoke about it. I ended up like taking myself to a hospital and speaking to a, a psychiatric nurse there. Yeah, so I'm quite open and, and and honest about that, and that that was the that was the worst experience of mental health that I've been through, right? And I managed to speak to people. I managed to. You, I'm cool now. Do you know what I mean? But I'm under no illusion that maybe at some point down the line, I may, I probably will struggle again. Right? We do, but it was only from having awareness over it. And speaking to to people and stuff like that. Because I think it doesn't really matter sometimes what other people say to us. Because they say, hey, you've got this going for you. You've got that. Yada, yada, yada. And we're like, oh, we just can't see it. We just can't see a way out, right? And I think that's what happens when people come to the end in that point of that not seeing a way out. And they block off and they just won't speak about it. And that's what I want to get across in this. Like, especially as males... It's okay to talk about it. And I know you may not feel like you want to with people, but there is going to be people around you at times when you're not feeling the best mentally that care for you, that love you, that want to see you do well, and that will quite happily sit down and talk to you. Yeah? So I think that's that's super important. And I'm saying this from a place of being there in that position was a re real scary time for me when I couldn't see a way out. Yeah, a real scary time. And I, well, it's hard saying this, but from being at that point, I can see where there was like a pathway of quitting, and by quitting, I meant taking my own life, or having the awareness and carrying on. And a lot of people with mental health come to that point and hit that pathway and we hear stories of the ones that that, that that choose the first path, right? Which is really, really upsetting. And the biggest thing for me that made me not choose that path was 
having awareness and speaking, speaking to people. This podcast that I'm doing right now was a big saviour for me, was a big saviour for me because I could come on here and I could speak like I'm doing now. And, and, and when I finished, I felt like I'd done something. Say so maybe I'd delivered value into the world, into our community. And that kept giving me bits of hope to get me through. I could also speak to friends, parents, nurses and stuff like that. Yeah. So I understand and I want to say anyone now that is struggling with mental health, whether that be anxiety, depression, all that sort of stuff, like if you're struggling with it now, the it's not the end. Speak to people and there is a way out. I want you to, to look at me. Like I had, when I was going through that, I had a lot of good stuff in my life. Both my parents are still alive. Do you know what I mean? My clients are happy. I'm able to do things I enjoy and stuff like that. But still, you kind of get this fog and you can't see these things when, you, when you're in that, in that space, right? And it was only through kind of speaking about it and accepting it and realizing, hey, it's all right that I'm feeling this way that I started to see, hey, like, this isn't the end, right? And look at me, I'm here today, I feel great, my family are good, my mates are good, I'm good, my business is thriving, my clients are happy, like, I'm in a real good place, but I wasn't then. So I'm just trying to show up, if I'm so-called categorized as an influencer, to let you guys see that, it's not the end and there is ways out. There is ways out. Like my DMs are always open to you if you ever just want a random chat. I will say that because I understand. I understand what it's like. And when I ever speak about anything, guys, I'll be honest, I don't just speak about shit that I haven't been through. That's fake. I don't think you could. Like, I couldn't come on here and say, I understand, like, kind of when people are feeling like they're getting to an end, they got two paths, if I'd never experienced it. But I have, so I can only share my experiences and let you know that, hey, I'm standing here today, shit's going great, do you know what I mean? Life is good, but it's not always been that way. And they will be dips along our journey throughout life, right? Especially as type ones, because let's flip, flip this to type ones. We've got so many decisions that we have to make each day. We've got worries that we push under the carpet in case our blood glucose isn't in great control, our health and stuff. Um, this will compound in your mind over time and it will add stress, right? So I am under no illusion that, hey, life's good at the minute, but a few months down the line, maybe shit might start to go a little bit off again, right? But it's happened before. So I know now I can turn it around. And you are the same. You are the same. And I think a lot, a lot of us will, it might not be anxiety, it might not be depression, but a lot of us will experience times when we're not feeling great. Times when we're like, what's the point in this? Like, what's the point in life? Yada, yada. And we start asking ourselves those questions. And I think... It's about catching ourselves doing that in the moment. And a good thing for me, if I ever do start to think like that, is to write shit down that I'm grateful for. That's a big one for me. 
And like I say, I'm feeling good right now at the time recording this, but I'm under no illusion that, like I say, a few months or weeks, who knows, down the line, my head might fall off a little bit again, yeah? And I think across life, especially as a type one, we will get these moments where we're feeling awesome, life's good, our control is good, our health is good, our mental health is good, right? Because I always like to think of it like this, guys. We've got a few things as type ones we've got to look after. We've got our blood glucose, we've got our physical health, and we've got our mental health as well. We've got our mental health. If our mental health is down, the others are impacted massively, right? So I think it's so important, and that's why I'm here today speaking about this, that you do focus on your mental health, especially as a type 1 diabetic. Especially, you could have great glucose control, you could be the fittest person ever, you could have an amazing body, you look after yourself, but if your mental health isn't the greatest, like, you kind of, that's something that needs to be worked on. That's something that I continue to work on every single day. I'm going to share a few pointers with you, you guys in a minute, but what I want to get across is, it's okay to talk about you not being okay, right? Whether that be to loved ones, whoever it is. I will tell you something now. I will tell you something now, team, that not a lot of people know about the time that I was, like a few months back, the time that I wasn't in a good place, yeah? I will tell you something now that not a lot of people know. I felt that bad. I actually rang the Samaritans, right? I rang the Samaritans and I spoke to a guy on there and I was telling him how I felt like such a bad person. I felt like I had no value. This is how I genuinely felt. And when you ring and you speak to these people that are impartial, I never thought I'd fucking ring the Samaritans. Never. Yeah? But it was suggested by someone, by my parents, and even though I was speaking to them, they was like, just speak to someone who's impartial. Because sometimes, if you don't want to speak to your partner, your friends, a loved one, whoever it is, honestly, speaking to someone impartial can really help. And that that did help me. So I spoke to a guy on there and I was telling him all this stuff that I was going through and how I felt about myself. And they don't really, they can't give you an answer, right? They can't give you an answer. But what he did say to me is he said, I hear what you're saying. And they just kind of relate back to you. And he was like, I don't from what you're telling me and what you're saying, you're not a bad person. And that conversation with him went on about 45, 50 minutes. And when I got off the phone, I did feel better. Yeah. So I will say now, like, I'm open and honest about this, guys. Like, it's okay to talk about it. I never thought I'd have to ring the fucking Samaritans, but I did. So for you, if you are or you ever do experience sort of mental health. I don't really like saying issues or problems, but you're ever not feeling great mentally, right? It's okay to go and speak about it. And if you don't feel you can speak about it to your loved ones, there's always numbers like the Samaritans you could call. And I chuckle because as I keep saying, I never thought I'd have to do that, right? But I did and it helped. And the actions that I took then mean that I'm here right now today, yeah? And that's what I want to get across on this. It's okay to talk about it, and especially as you fucking guys as well. We know we want to be macho, we want to be manly, but you know what? You know what I think's manly and what's macho? 
is having awareness and admitting that you're not doing great. If you're not doing great at the moment, admitting that and speaking about it. All right, it's going to show vulnerability, but you know what? A lot of people, a lot of people can relate to vulnerability. When I speak, and this isn't the reason I do this, do this, try and get inspiration out and let you know it's okay. But when I do episodes like this, team, and I speak about my vulnerability, my problems with anxiety, depression, that sort of shit. When I do that, I get a lot of people that reach out to me and say, hey, I can relate to that. A lot of guys as well saying, hey, Tom, thank you for talking about it. I can relate to that. And it's like, that's why I'm doing this today, because it's like I open a doorway for people to come out and say, you know what? And this is how it must seem. Tom's speaking about it. Fuck it. I'm not all right. I'm going to speak about it. And that's powerful. So I want you to know it's okay to not be okay and to talk about it. I also want you to know that there is an out from it. If you're not feeling great, it doesn't continue like that all the time. That's not how the rest of your life is going to be. Do not quit. It's not how the rest of your life is going to be. And that's coming from someone who is very, very close to quitting. Very close. Yeah? So guys, that's the point I want to get across on this. I also want to give you a few things, a few tips, if you like, that really helped me and continue to help me every single day. Because look, as I mentioned, working on our mental health is paramount to our physical health, fitness, blood glucose, health. Health is a category of several things, and one of them is mental, yeah? So I work on my mental health every single day because, I'll be honest, I'm scared if I don't, there's a possibility that I'll go back to that very dark and nasty time, right? But I think it's so important, even as type ones, we work on our mental health every day. Now, here's a few things that I do to help my mental health move forward, yeah? And the first thing, the first thing, not only will this help your blood glucose and insulin sensitivity, and you know because I am a coach, I'm going to get this fucker in there straight away, is exercise. Guys, I'll be honest with you. The quickest and fastest way to change your mental state is to change your physical state. If you're ever not feeling great, drop down and give me five burpees. Stand up. See, that will change your physical state. That, that's an extreme example, right? But you get the fucking point. Walking's great. I cycle a lot. I run. I walk pretty much every day. I work out at the gym. I do this to help my blood glucose, to help my insulin sensitivity, to help my health, because I want to do a triathlon, because I want to be fit. I want to be the healthiest type one I could possibly be. But I also do that for my mental health as well, because we all know exercise releases feel-good endorphins, right? So the first one is exercise. The second one that I want to give you, and I touched on it before, and you know what? In the moments when you're not feeling great and you're not in a good place mentally, this is going to be really fucking hard. Really fucking hard. But this is the time that it's fucking crucial and paramount that you're able to do this. And here it is. Write down things that you're grateful for. Now, I continue to do this every single day. And you know what? I'm going to get my fucking diary out. From this morning, I write down three things I'm grateful for every day. Here we go. And you may... Actually, I'll read yesterday's and today, yeah? So, 
The reason that I do that, we'll tell you why in a minute. Right, so yesterday, three things I'm grateful for. My bike, my body, and my business. Today, three things I'm grateful for. My life so far. Everything that I've been through in my life so far, I am grateful for it. Good and not so good. Yeah, notice I didn't say bad, even though some of it has been. Not great, right? My clients and my team. And the third one was my pancreas. Yes, I put my fucking pancreas, believe it or not. I might not be working 100% with the fucking beta cells, but I'm still grateful I've got it, yeah? So, guys, this is the second thing on improving your mental health. Every day, write down something that you're grateful for. If you're not in a good place mentally, this is going to be really fucking hard because you're going to have the blinkers on and you're going to be like, I've got nothing I can be grateful for, but sit there and fucking think because you have. This gratitude is such a key to changing your, your mindset and having a positive outlook. The more that you do this, so say if you're like, I've got nothing to be grateful for, things are shit, yada, yada, and you keep telling yourself that story, I know I've been there, but then say every morning, you write down three things that you're grateful for, and you read them out, and you keep doing that day after day after day. That will compound, and eventually you will start telling yourself all these things that you've got to be grateful for. That's the second thing. Honestly, it may seem so small, but try it. So we've got the first thing, exercise and movement. The quickest way to change your mental state is to change your physical state. No fucking joke on that. The second thing, the second thing is writing down three things that you're grateful for every single day, yeah? The third thing, I'm only gonna give you three, the third thing, and, and I've done so many podcast episodes on this, guys, so many, is having goals. Have goals. It's been proven, it's been proven that having goals gives us something to focus on and gives us direction in life. And I don't care how small or how big your goals may be, if you're setting them big, you think, oh, I might not achieve it. So fucking what? So what? Shoot for the moon, hit the fucking stars. That's the same, right? Hopefully we've got that right. So what? The fact that you can write down goals gives you purpose and direction in your life. Because I think without goals, we're just fucking... We're floating through life, right? We're floating through life. And this is hard when you're not in a good mental space. If you've got these goals, this is what I've done in the past. I've been like, well... Why do I even want that goal? Why do I want it? But it's important that you keep focused on it because that's something that's going to drag you through. When you're not feeling the best, having a goal and something to aim for is something that's going to drag you through. Honestly on that, like, like I said, I don't care how small it may seem. I don't care how big it may seem. Have a goal. So they're the three, they're the three things that really got me through like my darkest times. And the first thing is movement. I didn't feel like going out on the bike. I didn't feel like fucking, I couldn't go to the gym at the time because it was still in lockdown, but I didn't feel like working out. I didn't feel like running, yeah? But I had to kind of force myself to go and do it because after it, I felt good. Even if it was only for 20 to 30 minutes, I felt good, yeah? So the first thing is movement. Movement or working out. The second thing, writing down. It doesn't need to be three things you're grateful for. It could be one or two, but just write them down. 
Even if you're feeling great now, your life's good. Get into the habit of writing down things that you're grateful for. Honestly. And the third thing is having goals. Don't care how small, how fucking big, how you think you may not achieve them. Fucking set goals. It gives you direction in life and it gives you purpose. Especially as type ones, these are crucial. Guys, that's pretty much it. Like I say, it's Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK at the time of recording this. And I want to get that across, especially to you fellas, like, and you girls as well, but more so you fellas, because we need to be seen as macho and it's not cool to not feel great. But hey, it's okay to talk about not feeling great. Yeah, it's okay to talk about it and know that sometimes when we don't feel great, that's not how the rest of our life will be. We have that choice. It's not how the rest of our life will be. There is the other end of it. And those free tips that I implement every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Guys, that is it. I hope that you got value from this episode. Sorry, it's not probably been the most upbeat one, but I think it is important that we do talk about this sort of stuff. I really do. Because I I was I seen a post, and I always like to ramble at the end of these, but I seen a post on my Facebook that was shared the other day. And it was a picture of a guy and it said he was in that much debt and his mental health was that bad. I think he had a couple of kids as well that he couldn't see a way out. He couldn't see a way out. And I don't know how true this is. It's sick if it's not true, but I'm believing it to be true. And the, the picture was of him like sat there, apparently the last picture that he took and obviously he took his own life. And even when I see and hear about people taking their own life, like whether I know them or not, it's fucking upsetting, especially like, I mean, when it's come from mental health. It's hard. So if I can do anything and have a voice, which I know a lot of people listen to me because, like I say, I don't think I'm an influencer, but a lot of companies and people categorize me as that. So if I am and I can voice my opinion, I can help someone, then fucking great. That's exactly why I'm doing this. Yeah. So thank you very much, I want to say, for listening to this. I hope you've got something from it. I really do. And feel free to share it as well and send it to someone, even if they're not a type one. Yeah, hopefully they can get some sort of, they can see the light, if you like, from my voice and my stories. Yeah. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I really do, guys. And until the next episode, look after yourself. Yeah. Show up for yourself and go fucking boss it. Peace. Peace.